Hello, everyone. This is Mina Puri, host of weekly podcast, Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. So my podcast is inspired by stories of clients that I work with and what shows up that week in the hopes that those insights and teachings and ancient wisdom may help uh, more people. So today I am so thrilled to welcome Dr. Sue McCready. She's a board certified physician and wellness expert in and uh, has two decades of helping thousands of families achieve vibrant health. I met Sue, we are part of this Ann Arbor Wellness Coalition, and uh, she's always the most energetic person in that group, (laughs) (laughs) both inside and out. And I wanted to bring her on because she shares uh, something very interesting and wonderful, which is uh, eating for your genes. And she has a personal story behind it. How after giving birth to three children, she was so tired and stressed out and a digestive mess, as she calls it. So, <laughs> so you know, and that's always. So it's not just the, it's not just about sharing another modality with you, but it's really adding. Um, like a punch of the inspiration that we all need to make any kind of changes, whether personal or professional in our lives. So I'm really thrilled to have Dr. Sue. And uh, so Sue, welcome to the podcast. And I am Mm, going to tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. So, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's always an honor and pleasure to be with the great Mina Puri. So thank you. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, this is actually, you know, I think that's true for most of us in the in the wellness entrepreneur um, healer type We're we're usually it's been part of our journey. We've learned it along the way and now we're passing it on to others so we can shorten the learning curve for them. So sure. I'm actually a traditionally trained medical doctor as a pediatric physician. So I did my traditional pediatric training for a few years. And then I stayed on as a chief resident at Children's Hospital of Michigan and did a lot of teaching, which I love. Um, And after that, I ventured out and did my own, started my own medical practice. And I was initially a primary care physician and also newly married and trying to conceive and bring our first child into the world. And that's where I started actually having my own kind of crossroads with conventional medicine and figuring out the best way for me to bring these babies into the world. And we did conceive right away, but then we miscarried. And I actually had multiple miscarriages and also long periods where we weren't able to conceive. And so it was part of my journey to figure out, okay, how do, how do I bring these babies into this world? And when I didn't exactly hear the answer that I wanted from the OB who I love, but he didn't give me the answer I wanted. So I just, I ventured off and sort of figured out, um, I actually kind of went into like divine prayer, really. I just, I always asked for the best next step for health and just was led to acupuncture to bring children into my world. So I did conceive and now I do have three beautiful daughters, but when I crossed the finish line of pregnancy, I felt like flat on my face. Basically I was just mm-hmm. exhausted and hormonal and a digestive disaster really. And I think, you know, 
I know from your modality and also from Chinese medicine, like when I work with the Chinese practitioners, they're like, stop, just rest. This is all too much. Yeah. <laughs> your chi is depleted, right? And I was like, no, I got to go. I got to get these babies, <laughs> right? It's just like <laughs> whole, that whole different mentality. I was like, I don't yeah. have time. Um, so I did. I just crossed the pregnancy finish line and fell flat. And the most stress that I felt, I've always kind of had a hormonal um, thread throughout my life of, you know, um, hormonal issues, but my motivating factor for trying all different diets is actually digestive distress. So I've pretty much had digestive issues my entire life. I think the first one I remember was a medical emergency when I was in grade school that wound me up in the hospital and the ER. And so I'm always very grateful for conventional medicine and emergency rooms and operating rooms, yeah. right? And the yeah. ICUs, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cause they do when kids are circling the drain, it's like they plug it and like revive yeah. you and get you out the door. Right. Um, but that was, that was um, really my motivating factor to try all these different ways of eating and all of them were healthy ways of eating. Right. So I, I think growing up, I was, I uh, ate a, a very vegetarian based, even though I was fed steak, I'd feed the steak to the dog underneath, <laughs> underneath the table. <laughs> I think I naturally tendency was to not really be that into meat, but my parents were, so we ate meat. Um, but after, um, when I tried on all these different ways of eating, I mean, I, was vegetarian. And then at one point I was paleo and then I had also done whole 30. And then I did things like that went by acronyms like FODMAPs and SCD for specific carbohydrate diet and, um, something called gaps, which has gotten psychology syndrome diet. I mean, I did all these different ways of eating, which really all of them are very healthy ways of eating. It's just that, um, I always kind of compare it to um, like pick, like grabbing a suit off the rack. Right. And you, and you put it on, you're like, Oh, fits, it fits pretty good. But then when it's like fine tailored to you, it kind of fits on a whole new level. Whole new level, Yeah. Yeah. And that's how nutrition is. Right. So I would kind of try these different diets on and some of it would fit and some of it would not feel great. And I was actually considering going keto I'm now like a decade into trying on all these different diets and healing along the way, but not really feeling vibrantly healthy. And I was actually, well, you know, I've never tried keto, which is a high fat diet. Um, and I said, boy, that's going to take a lot of effort, time, energy, like I'm going to have to really focus on that. And so I was kind of contemplating, am I going to do that or not do that? And I stumbled upon this test, um, which I had I had already been learning about epigenetics and epigenetics is a big word, but basically it means that we used to think that our genes were fixed. You know, we're born with genes that mom and you know our biological parents passed down to us. And mm-hmm. um, we used to think that those were fixed. Like you, you get on these genes and then you're destined for this disease. But now we know that the environment, the epigenetics, the environment is shaping how those genes turn on and turn off. And so we can adapt our diet and lifestyle to get our genetics to work for us. Right. So I'd already been learning about that, but I hadn't learned about how to eat for your genetics, that there was actually genetic testing out there from another big word, nutrigenomics, which kind of means the same thing. How is nutrition affecting our genes? Right. Right. 
And so I thought, oh, I'm going to do that and see if it says keto or not. And it comes, and it comes back probably about the opposite of keto. So keto is really high fat, and I'm low fat, um, <laughs> and also very plant based. Because when you're in a low fat, you're generally bent, generally um, very plant based okay. diet because yeah. it's a low fat protein. So I was kind of on the opposite spectrum of what a, of what a keto is, and that just was like eye-opening first of all, because I kind of naturally ate that way growing up. Right. But I was mm-hmm. raised differently, but my body was like, yeah, I don't really want that steak. I'm going to feed it to the dog underneath the table. <laughs> God bless you, Thor. I should say God bless you, <laughs> Thor <laughs> for eating all my meat, but she was happy yeah. to do. Um, but I kind of wove my way all, all through these different things and then wound up kind of eating very similar to how I wanted to eat when I was growing up, which I think is super interesting, very plant-based. So this, this concept of eating for your genetics, I think one of the common things that I hear people ask is, is this the same as eating for your blood type, right? Because some people have heard about eating for your blood type. And I'm like, no, this is not eating for your blood type. Eating for your blood type is actually um, not backed in science at all. It was just something that mm-hmm. a clinician had noticed about trends, um, right. which is very insightful. And actually, mm-hmm. if I look at my blood type, that's true for, I would have fallen into the right category. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is actually based on genetic saliva testing. So something that you spit into a little test tube and you can use data from if, if you've done 23andMe or if you've done ancestry.com you can plug that data into this database, or you can just go directly with this company and and give that, do the saliva and spit tests and get your data. But they take all that genetics and align it with the science behind how we've already seen, like, for example, with gluten intolerance, um, gluten is a protein that's in wheat and rye, um, Mm -hmm. that there's already, you know, seven genetics um, genetic, we used to call them mutations. We now call them variances. Variants. Okay. 2021. We don't say I mutations know. anymore. <laughs> uh, so we, now there's about seven different genetics, seven, or I think it's about seven now with gluten. So traditional medicine is only, um, would screen about two of those seven. And in my mm-hmm. family, we don't have those two. We have the other five, right? Mm-hmm. So I also learned, you know, through um, my family too, like one of my daughters has gluten intolerance. And so she was having symptoms or whatever. And lo and behold, we do her genetics and her gluten panel lights up, like it lights up like a Christmas tree. So there's tons of information in this report. And what I love is that you don't need a doctor to order it. You can order it yourself. Um, and if you're, you know, curious about that, you can learn more at eatforyourgenetics.com, but I'll walk you through the whole process. You can order the test yourself. You can spit in the test tube yourself. You can get a report back that you can actually read and understand. You don't so need let a doctor. me just uh, ask you a question. Is this fairly mm-hmm. new? Is this a fairly new concept? The whole science of epigenetics and nutrigenomics is it's kind of the new. emerging. It's not new, but it's definitely like the emerging field of where we are now. So right. it's kind of where I actually always think it's really where conventional medicine, alternative medicine, or as we say, mm-hmm. kind of alternative are, are mm-hmm. really at the crossroads. It's where we kind of integrate is that we see like in, wow. in conventional medicine, they're testing how all the pharmaceuticals interact with your genetics, right? And we're looking mm-hmm. at how nutrition interacts with your genetics, but we're still both going back to genetics, which I think is amazing. 
And then they're just linking the nutrition to that specific type of genetics. So can you, um, so how do they put that piece together? The Mm -hmm. nutrition with the specific type of genetics. So basically where you and I, and I'm just using you and I as an example, but, but you and I, where we most genetically differ, and I actually don't think we differ that much because you're very (laughs) plant-based too, but where we most likely genetically differ is in how we metabolize protein, fat, and carbs, right? Right. So the vast majority, I always kind of think of that bell-shaped curve, you know, the vast majority of people need like a mixed fat, a mixed protein, Mm -hmm. um, a mixed carb diet, they kind of fit down the middle, right? But there's some Mm -hmm. of us who live more on the edges. The edge people are people who are either like, um, low fat, like fat is a very dividing one, right? Like there's those Mm -hmm. of us who are very low fat, meaning our genetics don't do well metabolizing fat. So if we eat what's another standard person would eat, um, let's take example, dairy, dairy is very high in saturated fat. So if you put a low fat person on a high saturated fat diet that has a lot of dairy in it, you'll see, you can see their cholesterol rise. And I've seen this with other clients and I've seen it in my very own family too. So it's really about, we're looking at your protein, fat and carbs, and it's your ability to digest or metabolize those. And actually Mm -hmm. these are the three main food groups. These are the three macronutrients. Three macronutrients. So if you can pay attention to kind of pinpoint to who will do well with what. So keto diet, which Mm -hmm. is a high protein, high fat diet, may not be good for someone who does not metabolize the protein and the fat well. Correct. So there's those of us who don't want to put, you know, butter in our coffee. For instance, that would be like, I shouldn't be putting butter in my coffee or MCT oil in my shakes or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. just going to be too much fat. I'm actually pretty low on the protein, right? There's people who can tolerate a lot more protein and and those who need need very little protein, right? So there's kind of these ranges. So lots of athletes like to do this. They call it mastering their macros, right? Their Mm -hmm. macronutrients. They're really trying to zero in like on the percentage of fat, the percentage of carbs and the right. The percentage of protein. And there's actually apps that do this. Like, of course there are, there's there's an app for it. (laughs) There's an app for it. You just plug it in on your phone. So you plug in the percentages. So like this genetic report will come back to you and say, you should be like, for instance, for mine, I'm 70% carbs, 15% Uh protein and 15%, um, fat. So when I, when I, when I started this, I used the app because I didn't like using the app forever because it kind of made me miserable, but I liked it in the beginning because I realized how I was eating was balanced. I was eating more like 30, 30, 30, like Mm -hmm. pretty evenly balanced. I had a lot more fat in Mm -hmm. my diet um, than I should and a lot less carbs. Mm-hmm. And so I joked with my, my daughter, I was like, how do you eat this many carbs? Because for so long, the big theory I lately, like, whereas the the eighties were all about low fat, right? More recently, it was about low carbs. And now it's really about high fat with keto. High like fat. these are yeah. kind of all yeah. the trends, right? Yeah. And so I always say we have to stop guessing and we just have to start testing. 
right? Rather than like following all these waves and trying on all these different things, if you want mm-hmm. to really shorten your learning curve, just do your test and it's going to tell you. Test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, so people can pretty much, you said they can do the test online, they can do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So then how yep. do you, what do they do? They bring the test you to you and you design Uh, like a nutrition plan for them? Or is it pretty self-explanatory? It's pretty self-explanatory. I think where experts can help out. So, I mean, in terms of doing the test, you're spitting in a test, you're ordering it yourself online, you spit in a test tube, you send it back, and then they email you back, you know, um, the nutrition report. And it's about a 25-page report. Depends on how savvy you are with nutrition. Some people who are really into nutrition and want to read all the details, but most Mm -hmm. people who consult with me is like, that was 25 pages and I don't know, you tell me what to do. You know what I mean? So normally what I'm doing is I'm looking at what are your health goals? Like what, what is it that you're looking to do and what are your health challenges? Like what are your current symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. That you're challenging Mm -hmm. with. And just because I've been doing this for two decades, like it allows me to kind of, I can easily kind of connect the dots. Like a big one. Yeah. Like a big one for people is gluten. You know, they may have never had any idea that gluten is very, can be very inflammatory if your genetics don't like it. And they Mm -hmm. had no idea that they had issues with gluten. Right. But they see that gluten lighting up and they're like, Oh, right. So they start to make this like very visceral visual connection Mm -hmm. to eliminate gluten. So that's where I kind of come in, in terms of, you don't have to, but if you're confused or you're not reaching your goals after you read and follow the report, then it's nice to get an expert on board to say, Hey, okay, there's a bunch of genetics listed at the bottom. Right. And that's where Mm -hmm. just, I've been doing this for a while. So I'm like, Ooh, that's a pattern. That's a pattern. That's a pattern. This is what you need to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. So is that primarily predominantly, is that where your practice is or you do more than this? So um, online, I primarily work with uh, mostly women, perimenopausal women like myself. <laughs> like, I'm a little bit beyond that. I'm a menopausal woman. Menopausal woman. I mainly work with perimenopausal women who kind of feel like their body is falling apart. And this yeah. is one of the ways that I help them is really learn how to eat for their genetics. I also coach women through um, a, a nutritional cleansing system. I call it the easy button for nutrition. So uh-huh. I coach them through that as Mm -hmm. well. In my practice, I, I, which is now this room, which is so interesting. I I also, (laughs) thank you. I also have an office down the street, but I'm physically in Ann Arbor and licensed as a pediatric physician in Michigan. So I Mm -hmm. do have a pediatric practice and I do use this test eat for your genetics is usually not the first test that I'm doing. I'm doing more diagnostic testing for kiddos who, um, have any kind of chronic symptoms like ADD, ADHD, allergies, asthma, eczema, mm-hmm. the whole list, right? That's those are my kiddos that I love to um, support more and help yeah. rebalance primarily through nutrition, but doing more diagnostic mm-hmm. testing, testing mm-hmm. that only a doctor can order, right? And then interpret and then putting them very much on therapeutic programs to get them rebalanced mm-hmm. to heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking with this test, it probably takes the guesswork out because there's a mo- lot of people these days are, um, you know, susceptible to gluten. They either, you know, mm-hmm. their arthritis symptoms become worse. They're, they begin to feel that digestive issues come up. They become mental fog comes in. And so then when they remove it, I know, I know working with some of my clients, when they remove it, they just generally feel better. And in Ayurveda, we attribute that to 
the weakness in digestive system. And the weakness mm-hmm. is not just, a, it's not a generic term, it's rather a, what type of a weakness, what the elemental imbalances created that weakness because everybody will have like either the, you know, the, the fire or the air element is out of space, out of, I mean, out of balance. So it's creating a different kind of digestive issue rather than if somebody had like the earth element out of balance and that creates a different type of mm. um, digestive issue. So we look at the imbalances and say, where, what type of imbalances there are? How long have they been? in the body and where you know how did they come about so it always as you know comes from our lifestyle choices not knowing continue to doing the same old same old so but i'm thinking with the test that you're mentioning it can even take a little bit of the guesswork out mm-hmm. right instead of playing you can you know and you said that so where is the what is the website that people can go to to do this test and you said they can put online yeah, they can go to eatforyourgenetics.com, eatforyourgenetics.com uh-huh. okay. and and just put in their for you know name and email and then I'll walk them through the whole process from how do you order the test and um how how you can connect with me as well if you want want my resources and help and also like frequently commonly asked questions. Um a lot of people are like what if I don't really want to know my genetics, right? I think that's a yeah, common that's one true too. too. like yeah. Hmm, maybe I don't want to know, right? <laughs> too so much information. Too much information. So yeah. I like to walk people through that too, because that is a really common thing and not anything to be afraid of. So one of the things with this test is I'm not, we're not diagnosing any disease with this test. We're just simply looking at your genetics in terms of what we can do with your nutrition. So no one comes back with this report all negative or all positive, right? It's really right. looking at what what have you inherited from your biological mom and dad, and then how can we adapt your diet and lifestyle to it? It's not going to diagnose you with any disease, right? Tell it just you whatever is uh, whatever is relevant for the nutrition aspect of mm-hmm. it. That's really correct. Focus. Like one of the, one of the things that are cool. Like if you really, I mean, like for example, and none of these things are causal, right? But um, some of us have. Alzheimer's or neurological mm-hmm. diseases in our family, right? Mm-hmm. And there's actually a, a gene, one of the genes linked to that is called APOE. And this test tells you whether or not you carry APOE or not, which is very relevant um, for fat digestion. So those of those those people with APOE should really be on a lower fat diet. They shouldn't be on a keto, right? Which I had to remind right. my friend who was just over telling me that she I said, Oh, you want some coffee? And she goes, Yeah, but I only do this coffee. I only what is it bulletproof? Yeah. And I have to have right. this yeah. grass red ghee. And I was like, uh-huh. but you have APOE. So, so maybe you should revisit that. Maybe you shouldn't be doing that. She's like, that's right, Sue. That's right. So it's not going to tell you like you're going to get Alzheimer's because that's the thing that we know now. It's not, it's not like that anymore. It's not like you get this gene and you have this disease, just like mm-hmm. it's no longer you get this bug and you get this disease. It's not true, right? right? The d- yeah. disease pattern, it's all based on the terrain that we're living in, right? So mm-hmm. that's the beauty of this test, right? I think is that you can prevent. um, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This seems mm -hmm. very preventative. So you can create a more healthy environment rather Mm -hmm. than an environment that's conducive to hosting bacteria and viruses and all kinds Mm -hmm. of other inflammatory responses that people get from 
eating the wrong diet. Yeah. So this is yeah. one of my favorite parts of the test is called methylation genetics, which a lot of people don't know anything about, but it's a very common genetic mutation that about 60% of the population carries. And it really can affect our health any from, from our brain health to our immune health, to our gut health, to our hormonal health, because methylation happens in every cell of the body. And it's a big word, but you can think of it as just like adding money and to your body, your body needs cash flow, these building blocks. Um, mm-hmm. And methylation genetics is, it's a great way to kind of prevent a whole other host of things that you don't, don't want to deal with later in life. And also probably currently linked to your current issues as well. So that's another big part of the test that I love to, because there's simple solutions. It's like just that. really, it's, it's kind of like an, another layer of knowledge and information mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. use to figure out what to eat and how to eat and how to mm-hmm. remain healthy. So that's wonderful. So I'm sure that after you started eating this diet, you obviously mm-hmm. your energy has restored and your mm-hmm. digestive issues have. Um, they haven't totally abated, right? But yeah. everything, it's improved. Absolutely. Like I feel the most vibrantly healthy. Like one of my friend, my neighbor came over and she's like, are you the fittest you've ever been in your life? I'm like, <laughs> yep. This is as healthy as Sue has ever been right oh. now, right here at 49. Right. Cause all wow. of it would be like, Oh, I want to go back to my twenties. When I felt, I was like, no, I don't no, want to go back to my twenties. No, 20s. this is the best. Yeah. This is the best right here. Yeah. This is the yeah. best right here. So yeah, definitely has helped so much with energy um, and digestive, you know, just, you know, kind of that feeling of like, you just always feel blah. Like that's the word I just have for it. Just like, like you kind of, it's like you're carrying the burden of yeah. your body instead mm-hmm. of you are, you know, the body is there to support you in whatever you want to do. Like that's a beautiful way to say it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel very light now. Yeah. I'm very days. light. Not yeah. every day. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but most days, yeah, I feel very light. Mm-hmm. Well, you look amazing. And oh, so that's wonderful. So people can do that online and you know what, I would love to hear like a client story, an mm-hmm. interesting story that people can relate to mm-hmm. that, you know, when you help them and they did the testing, how their health changed. Yeah. So there's a couple that come to mind. One, one is a family that, that came to me because they have high cholesterol in their family and their girls actually. So the mom has high cholesterol and now her two girls have high cholesterol, right? And so high cholesterol runs in the family. And so the traditional pediatrician had referred them to a nutritionist, which what do you think the answer the nutritionist said is very common answer for high cholesterol. They say low fat, low fat. That's what the answer is. The answer is always low fat. It's just one generic answer. The answer Mm -hmm. is low fat. But Mm this mom was like, Hmm, let's, I'm really curious. So she came to me. And I said, that's what we used to think. We used to think, you know, you, you have a cholesterol issue. You need a low fat diet. Now we know so much more about sugars and fats. So we did the kids genetics and one daughter came back. Both of them have high cholesterol. One Mm -hmm. came back that she needs to be low fat. She was, she's like me. She needs to be low fat and eat a ton of plants in order to keep her cholesterol in check. Okay. The other one is high fat, but high unsaturated fat. Oh, wow. So once they kind of got that connection. Yes. Same biological parents. Right. Two different genetic setups that they inherited, both with the same problem, cholesterol requiring Mm -hmm. two different diets for their solution. And, And the mom and the girls, proud of them both, 
did it not perfectly, not perfectly, mm-hmm. but did it. And their cholesterol, one, one, the plant-based person totally normalized her cholesterol like immediately. Wow. And the other one is trending down. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I'm just wondering how many other doctors or pediatricians are, they know about this mm-hmm. genetic testing, eating for your genetics. It's how many, how many are in your field that you think are there more and more doctors knowing about this so they can share with their patients or? Well, I don't know any other medical doctors, like traditional trained doctors that are doing this type of nutritional practice in their practice. But I do know that like I have other um, wellness practitioners who reach out to me because they know about, well, we, I mean, traditional doctors do too, but they know about, they want to learn for themselves and maybe incorporate that. So they're always reaching out to me and Mm -hmm. asking um, so it, the awareness is definitely growing, which Increasing, I think is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. That's I mean, wonderful. Every, everything takes a, takes time. Yeah. That's and the wonderful. other, you, yeah. the other one is a perimenopausal woman. Like I'm actually going to meet right after this, we're going to go for a walk <laughs> together. Um, and she's like, we've been dear friends and she's, you know, she's always, I'm always planting seeds and she's listening. I'll plant more seeds and she's listening. Uh-huh. And so she finally did the eat for your genetics test. and she, her issues were what a lot of perimenopausal women, she was fatigued, always tired, needing energy shots, even though they were healthy energy shots, like they weren't the junk filled ones, but she was requiring an energy shot or a nap to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of this mental fogginess. Right. And so she went to her traditional doctors and all of them said, whether from the primary, you know, to her OB or her gynecologist was like menopause, this is menopause. Welcome to menopause. Yeah. And just, that's what it is. That's you know? what it She's is. Like, yeah. Really? Dr. Sue, I have to, that's met. I was like, do the test, do the it's test. It's like a medical <laughs> event here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a medical <laughs> event. I like that. So So we did the test and what we discovered with her was methylation genetics. And I kind of already knew that I had planted the seed because she has autoimmune disease and Mm -hmm. a lot of other kind of, she has had cancer before. So these are all things that kind of lead like, like ring off the bells for methylation genetics. So as soon as we started supporting her body with methyl groups, she texted me two days later. She's like, this is the first time I didn't need an energy shot. Is this for real? Like, is this real? Oh my God. You know? And yeah. she's like mental clarity, you know, and fatigue were like just gone within days, you know, again, oh not perfectly. Goodness. She'll still text So it's just really it. understanding what works for you, for mm-hmm. your genetic type, what doesn't, and then just mm-hmm. changing the diet accordingly. I think mm-hmm. I want to do that just to figure it's it out. <laughs> it's just really fun. Just to, you just know? to see, you know, mm-hmm. just to see how I feel now. So that's wonderful. Um what else? What else can I ask you? What else would you like to share with the listeners? Um, I think I think really just the fact that I, the, the, there's a few reasons that I love this test. It brings clarity and we don't do anything without clarity. Indecision is, is we do nothing, right? Like we, need, we need clarity in yeah. order to decide to do something. I feel like so many people in the in the dieting world or trying on all these different ways, they just really lack clarity. So this piece brings massive clarity, you know, Mm -hmm. to the situation. And again, if you're confused, I'm happy to help you through that process. Um, And the other is just empowerment, right? Like this is a test that you don't have to go beg your doctor for, right? I always hear every day, like I just heard yesterday from a friend on a walk. Oh, she said, I asked my, they wouldn't order this test for me. I'm like, 
like it just you know it's just like I'm all about freedom and freedom like yeah knowledge is freedom yeah mm-hmm. yeah so this is something you don't you can order right on your own today you know so mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah, no, that's wonderful I think when the world of nutrition and food with so much information and still so much confusion I think because there's so much information I'm always trying to tell my you know clients it's like you have to be able to decipher good information from bad information we mm-hmm. don't necessarily need to know everything but mm-hmm. can we know we need to know what may be relevant Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's kind of like you're shooting in the dark because what diet do you follow? Like you said, you have been on so many diets and I get people, with they're on all kinds of diets and I can't even keep a track of what the heck they are. Mm-hmm. So um, in Ayurvedic, you know, medicine, I food is medicine. So I, you know, many people, it works wonders because the diet is specific to the imbalances because people don't necessarily understand that digestive and especially the post digestive effect of certain foods. They look at the, just the surface value of the food and not understand or think about what the food actually does once it goes into your system and how it can either um, highlight the imbalances or it can balance the imbalances. So I think that's just another piece, another very powerful piece of information that people can easily obtain um, to make better decisions about the diet. So, mm-hmm. so that's wonderful. And so people have the uh, the website where they can get the test from. And you have a contact number or your website where people can contact you, Sue? If you go to eatforyourgenetics.com, mm-hmm. that's, in, that's in my website. So you'll see... I'll, I'll oh, I how see. you connect. Yeah, how you can connect with me. Um, I have like free vibrant health guides and free seven day resets, and um, even a free wellness call. You can jump on a call and ask me your questions, right? And oh, then good. it'll walk you through how to eat for your genetics. Um, so it's all there. If you wow, go, to so it'll be interesting for you to see how this eating for your genetics is changing your the medical event of menopause. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. The medical event. Yeah, I, the, I know because it's, it's considered a medical event. It's a medical event when you go menopause. Wow. It's a medical event, and uh, it's it's very funny because then everything is chalked out to oh because of menopause. I go no no no. There's there's your menopause is happening in a way that it's happening because of some certain other things that we're going to work through. Mm. It's not because of your menopause. <laughs> So, well, very wonderful. Thanks for having Dr. me, Nina. Sue, thank you so it. much. And so people know where to reach you. And, uh, you know, what I love is that you have your personal story. You went from, you know, state of not enough energy and being a digestive mess into your digestion is improving. You have in the best shape, as your friends have noticed mm-hmm. that you've ever been. So obviously it is working. So thank you so much for being here again. Thank you everyone for listening. I, you know, hope that you reach out to Dr. Sue McCready if you need such kind of help. And I think that everyone can benefit from finding out to, you know, how to eat for your genetics. Why not? It's just another piece of very relevant information that can impact what we choose um, what diet we choose and how we eat. So 
Thank you so much for listening. And to get more information on what I do, it's ayurvedichealingcenter.com. And I look forward to connecting with you at the next episode. Take care.